I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast. This will be a year of increase, impact, and favor, and I want you to wake up to possibilities and dreams that are waiting for you. You can't be the same person this year and reach new goals. I hold nothing back. I will help you make a shift. I'm going to teach you how your mindset, your nutrition, and your personal development are either moving you forward or holding you back. This is it. No excuses. No bull. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello. I'm really fired up. This is the 100th episode of the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast. Can you believe it? I can't really believe it. And it will also be my very, very first ever video recorded podcast. Uh, so I'm going to put this on YouTube as well as the regular podcast platform. So it's kind of a momentous occasion. I feel like this is really big deal. 100 episodes. Now, of the 100 episodes, all of them are not um, long ones. We have a number of uh, the sold out Sunday episodes that are shorter and maybe in the new year, I will revive them. <laughs> I stopped them about halfway through the year. I gave myself permission to kind of go in a different direction. And um, so I haven't done a sold out Sunday in a number of months. Those are little short podcasts that I would release every Sunday to offer a word of encouragement to start your week. And um, so who knows, maybe the new year, those will be revived. And so in this number 100th episode, even though it's only listed as episode 64, because I've separated the two, <laughs> the sold out Sunday and the, um, the regular longer versions of the podcast. Um, in this episode, I'm going to do a little bit of a 2018 year in review and uh, go through some of the things that um, I experienced in 2018 and what I've learned. I don't know if you're like me, if you're um, at the end of the year, you kind of do a an inventory, so to speak, of the different things that have gone on in your own life and the different things that you have maybe learned or uh, things that didn't go the way you wanted to. Nothing like that happened to you this year, right? Everything went exactly as you had planned. <laughs> Not, that never happens for me. So, you know, I like to look back on the year as the new year is approaching and kind of think, okay, so this is what I hoped would happen. <laughs> and this is what actually happened. <laughs> okay. So I, as I look back on 2018, I can, I can point out a lot of things that happened to me personally, some changes, uh, a lot of growth. Gosh, does that ever end? <laughs> does the, does the growth ever end? No, <laughs> the answer is no, the growth doesn't end a lot of lessons and some loss as well, some loss. So I'm going to just go through some of it and share with you the things that I've learned. I think it's kind of been a momentous year for me personally on a personal level. Um, one of the things that happened for me and for Bobby, I was kind of hoping I could get Bobby on this podcast with me, but he is not available today. So that's not happening. <laughs> um, but one of the things that happened for Bobby and I this year was, you know, we have been really dedicated to health and nutrition for 
about almost six years. Like we really have eaten clean and we have been dedicated to fitness, going to the gym, um, at least three, often five, sometimes even six days a week working out and really uh, taking our nutrition seriously and being intentional about it and uh, taking care of our bodies that way. Well, this year, um, and really Bobby was the catalyst for it. He was the one. Um, he decided to to really up-level it. He decided to make a shift in what he was already doing, which was yielding him really wonderful results. But he decided to really take it to the next level. He wanted to see personally how how far he could take his fitness and and how could he really transform his body even again from the very first time he transformed. And so when he did that, that was really the catalyst for me to kind of walk alongside of him and, and do the same thing. I turned 45 years old this year. Uh, Bobby turned 51 years old, and we just kind of wanted to see what could we do with our with our physical bodies if we kind of just tightened it up, dialed it in, and took it a little bit more seriously. So um, that's one of the things that happened this year. Uh, Bobby looks ridiculous at this point. He's almost like competition stage ready. If he wanted to be, he could be. And um, I, what I did was I just kind of buttoned up my nutrition a little bit. Just me. I mean, it wasn't a lot of changes, but it was enough that I, um, I think I'm the leanest and the most fit I've ever been in my life. And I feel great actually. Um, I start to kind of come in and out of feeling, I don't know, kind of some age appropriate <laughs> hormone problems. If you are if you are listening to this and you are a woman in your 40s or maybe even late 30s, um, maybe you're in your 50s and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Our hormones, just, they just have a mind of their own. And what I have discovered for me personally is that um, with this intentional nutrition and, you know, kind of just being specific about it. I mean, I don't drink a lot of caffeine. I don't drink any alcohol. Um, my diet is clean. I supplement daily uh, with superfood nutrition and actual supplementation. And I regularly do um, a nutritionally supported intermittent fast. I do it once a week. And for the last seven months, I have not missed. I've done once a week for the last seven months. And so what one of the one of the awesome benefits of that for me is that I have had virtually zero zero hormonal symptoms that normally plague women that are my age. So that's awesome. In addition to feeling the leanest I've ever felt, the most fit I've ever felt, my hormones are in check. So yay. <laughs> That is just such a such a thing that happens to women um, at this time in their lives that that uh, you know a lot of them will turn to prescriptions and medications, wine, <laughs> and some of these things. I have turned to um, naturopathy, uh, nutrition, and really just um, it's been remarkable. So that's one of the awesome things that that happened for me this year, uh, me and Bobby as well. Um, let let me think about this. I I'm going to share a verse with you that has been kind of my mantra all year. And I've gone through phases where I've read it out loud to myself daily. Um, I've gone through phases where I just read it periodically through the day. And it, um, I, I came across it actually on a podcast, listening on a podcast. And uh, they mentioned this verse and I went home and highlighted it on my Bible app. If you don't have the Bible app, you should. That's amazing. And uh, I've read it often. So I'm going to read it to you because it's been such a a really, I don't know, kind of maybe it's it's my my verse for 2018. 
Okay, so it's um, from the book of Isaiah, chapter 35 in the NIV version, which is New International Version. And he's saying here, he's saying, strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame will leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where the jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow, and the highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. The wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there but only the redeemed will walk there and those who the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them and sorrow and singing and sorrow and sighing will flee away. This verse has brought me just joy and peace and comfort over the course of this year and has been really appropriate (laughs) (laughs) for me to read in times of feeling kind of beat up and discouraged because of things that have happened. Um, I, (laughs) gosh, I guess if I were to really point out some of the stuff that happened to me this year, when I look back, um, uh, I learned really the power of the discernment that God has given us through the Holy Spirit. Have you ever had this happen? Like you just had a feeling about something. You just, you didn't really know why, but you had a feeling about something, whatever it is. Maybe it's that you should reach out and call somebody. Maybe it's that you needed to take a certain action or, or, um, stop something. I don't know. It's a lot of people will call it your intuition. Um, I believe it's the power of discernment. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, whether you're a believer or not. I, we all have that. Um, well, that's what I believe anyway. And so, um, I have always felt that, Um, Well, actually, I haven't always felt this, but as I have moved forward in my faith and my walk with the Lord, I have been able to recognize and listen to and respond to that voice of the Holy Spirit, that discernment more quickly. And this year in 2018, there were a couple of very specific times where there was just something I felt on my heart, um, really strong that I couldn't explain through, uh, you know, logic. (laughs) I couldn't explain through something that had happened. I couldn't explain through any other, uh, method other than I, something inside of my spirit just knew something to be true. And so I took a number of actions this year. I took a number of actions this year that were in direct response to what I felt the Holy Spirit was leading me to do. And so some of them were uh, reaching out to people in extremely bold ways to share something that the that the Lord had laid on my heart, either about them or for them. Uh, some of them were to hold back from uh, events or actions that I was planning to take. Um, 
one in particular, I was scheduled. I think I talked about it on a podcast too. I was really excited about becoming a certified yoga instructor, um, just for the sheer love (laughs) of doing yoga. And I'm going through an organization that I'm really excited about. Uh, The owners have just incredible amounts of integrity. It's called Yoga Faith. And I was scheduled to go to um, an immersion, a week-long immersion. And um, for whatever reason, I, I just had an uneasiness in my spirit. I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know why. And so um, I wrestled with it. I laid in bed and I prayed about it. And I was like, okay, I I really want to do this. Why do I feel like this? So anyway, long story short, without getting into like personal details, I actually reached out to the owners and I said, you know, I still have every intention on doing this, but I do not have a piece specifically about doing this right now. And here's what's so awesome is uh, when I reached out, um, I made an amazing connection with the two of them. I consider them friends now. And come to find out, there were very specific and strategic reasons why I was not to attend that particular event at that time. So it's just a confirmation that really heeding to, listening to, yielding to that um, that those senses that the Holy Spirit like puts on you, the leading of the Holy Spirit is always the right thing. So that was one thing. Um, I, uh, another thing was, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit led, led me to take some actions this year that were humbling. Um, I, he, I felt very strong that I was supposed to reach out, um, and kind of try to mend a relationship. And so it was hard for me to do that because I've been very, very hurt in that particular relationship, but I knew that, you know, I do know, I knew then, and I do know now, and I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, that yielding to that, that pressing of your heart can only lead to positive things. I will tell you that. And so, um, that was a big thing for me this year that God really, really taught me. And it's an exciting thing to feel confident in your ability to um, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit or your intuition, whatever you want to call it, you know what I think, um, and and know that it's it's right on. It's always right on. So that was a that was an awesome thing that I got to experience this year. Um, I had to let go of some things in 2018 that I did not want to let go of, and um, I had a couple of relationships that. I held in really high regard and considered those relationships to be kind of sacred and um, above reproach, I guess, and come to find out I was wrong, <laughs> that that the uh, my feeling toward those relationships was not reciprocated, and I was wounded really bad in a couple of instances this year. And so my initial response to this was, uh, first of all, just, um, kind of confusion, like what happened? Everything was fine. What happened? So that was the first thing. And then the second, the second one was just hurt, pain, really sad, sad, deep sadness in my heart over, um, what really, really felt like loss at the time. And if you know me and you listen to any of my podcasts, you know that I do my very best in all situations to really 
um, find the lesson and find it as quickly as possible. And God really showed me some awesome things through what I thought was a loss turned out to be lessons. And that some of the relationships that I had in my life for a number of years were, um, were supposed to be one thing and I made them something else. And so, uh, I was able to heal from that. And, and here's something else that I want to say to you. If you've been wronged by somebody, if you have felt hurt by somebody, if you feel like you have been betrayed by somebody, then just know this, God has a purpose for you and that relationship. I have learned much more through the losses and that have become lessons than I have through um, the, the positive <laughs> relationships that I've had. And so from these losses, God really has been able to show me things about me and my own heart. You know, here's the thing about any kind of circumstance that isn't awesome that you go through. I, I feel like it continually gives you the opportunity to A, stay humble in your own heart and B, to really have compassion toward other people. Every time I go through something that hurts me, I, I gain another level of compassion that I can offer to other people. I'm so glad for that. I will tell you that the tendency when we are hurt as human beings, our tendency, kind of what feels natural, is to get hardened, is to be bitter, is to carry that anger and unforgiveness in your heart. Um, and I work overtime at not being that way. I do not want to allow what has gone on with other people and how they have harmed me to make me a bitter person. I want it to make me a better person. And so because it happened um, pretty, pretty in a pretty big way for me this year in 2018, um, God was really able to clear out some things uh, in my heart and in my mind about some relationships that I had and also protect me. Um, I held, I had, there were two relationships in particular that, that were in my life and I held them in a very, very high regard. And I, in my heart, these were, these were people that were legitimate friends that were like family members to me. And so I believe that God was protecting me from people that didn't reciprocate those same, um, that same level of commitment and connection in the friendship. And so I'm glad for that. Now, if these relationships get restored, if, if that's part of the plan, I will, with open arms, welcome them back into my life. I will, you know, I've already forgiven the things that have done. I don't hold any bitterness toward them, but I will, I will tell you something that's really, really important that because these things happen, it changes me. And so as a result, the relationships um, end up changing. And so this kind of leads into something else that, um, that I've learned this year. Lots of things. Um, another one is about leadership. Um, that leadership is, is an honor and a responsibility. I have always been a fan of learning how to become a better leader and evolving in my leadership. And oh boy, oh boy, I certainly have. <laughs> If you've known me for any amount of time, I've certainly evolved. My beginning years in network marketing, my leadership style was, um, you know, more of like a monarchy. <laughs> and over the years, I have just learned and changed and shifted. And, um, you know, the weight of leadership 
um, I take really seriously. Um, I feel it is, like I said, an honor. I feel honored to be part of people's lives and to do my very best to guide and direct them and help them wherever they're at, meet them where they're at, encourage them, um, kind of help them to grow and to mature, whether it's in their skill in business or whether it is in their walk with the Lord or in any type of personal development. I, I feel uh, I feel that is a weighty responsibility and I hold it very high. It's not something I take lightly. So I, I'm intentional about trying really hard to always evaluate myself first. Okay, what is it that needs to change? What needs to shift? And so because of kind of the onslaught of um, arrows that I took this year, I went through a period of time where I, I very much, I felt a lot of doubt about me. I felt a lot of doubt about who I have been and what I have done. And um, I hope to share this with you because I went like, it was, it was like I was on this kind of, uh, this, this circular path. I felt very sad. I was mourning. And then I went into this period of doubt, doubting myself, questioning myself, putting all the blame on me and just, you know, and then it, it happened all kind of all at once. And I shared this with my team, my network marketing team on a call, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I woke up one Sunday morning and I had this overwhelming feeling. It was totally different. I had really been in the throes of feeling very sad and feeling kind of, um, almost like grieving the loss of some relationships. Uh, and so I woke up this morning, this one morning on Sunday morning before church, and I was overcome with this feeling of no, no, no. The people that have judged the way that I have led other people, they don't get a voice. They don't get a vote and they don't get a spot in, you know, in the, in the file, in my mind and my heart of opinions because they have not yet been where I have been. They have not walked in the steps that I have walked. And it, until you have, uh, experienced leading large groups of people for periods of time, it's very easy to speculate on how you would act or respond with other people. Just like if you don't have children, it is very easy to cast judgment and say, oh my goodness, if I was a parent, my child would not act like that. <laughs> it's very easy to cast judgment from the outside looking in and saying, oh my goodness, if that was my husband, I would, you know, not let him do this or whatever, whatever it is. Until you have experienced the thing that you are casting all this judgment on. So God really just he poured this into me and it literally it, it was that quick. I woke up one morning and it was different. And I was like, hell no. Hell no. They no longer get a spot in my heart that is hurting me and causing me to doubt who I am and what I've done and where I've been. And I was so grateful that God gave me that moment. And I felt like healed from that ever since. It was that quick. And I really, you know, I hand that over to just kind of faith in God. Um, I want to tell you this about leadership. For better or for worse, God created me. <laughs> I'm just going to speak about me. Um, 
to be a person that stands up. That's what he created me to be. I stand up for things and I stand up for people. I stand up for injustice, even if I'm the only one standing, even if I have the only voice that's speaking out. I listen with my whole heart to what the Holy Spirit is uh, impressing upon me, and I act, even if that is unpopular or alone. And I say for better or for worse, because it's been sometimes, you know, for the better to stand up to people and things. And it's definitely been for the worse. There is always a consequence when you stand up to injustice. And um, so I have experienced that this year. But you know what? It's literally who I am. I cannot change. I cannot sit idly by and watch um, people doing things that are wrong or, or out of integrity and just be quiet. It, it's like not even possible. And so when you, if you are in a position of leadership and you're listening to this, or when you are in a position of leadership, I want you to, I want you to know this, that standing up for anything in your life, no matter how big or small, what that does is that puts you on the front line. You are the very first person to, uh, to receive arrows when they come and they do come arrows come. Here's the thing about arrows, their opinions, their judgments, their lies, their gossip, their betrayals, they're all these things that happen. Right. And you know, we, we can blame people, but in my opinion, it's just a scheme of the enemy to take you off track. He will literally use people. He will use them as chess pieces in your life and sometimes strategically use people that you love very much and that you're in great relationships with to try to derail you from the path that God has you on. And so it is our responsibility to work hard and be intentional at staying on that path in the face of these arrows. So the arrows will come. Some will fly right by you and you'll hear them like, you'll hear the whiz of the arrow right by you and they don't touch you. It's like, oh, that was a close one. (laughs) That one almost got me. And some will nick you. They'll just scratch you. They'll graze you and you'll get a little wounded by the arrow that, that has come your way. And some will make contact and some will actually wound you. But I will tell you this, it is up to you to pull the arrow out and to stand up and heal. If you ask God to help you in that journey, he certainly will. He certainly has helped me along the way in the journey to really be intentional about who I surround myself with, about what I listen to, about what what steps I take on a daily basis. So here's another thing that I've learned. I am completely in charge of me of my mood, of my health, my fitness, my hormones, my attitude. I'm in charge of me, regardless of what other people try to do or do, you know, or attempt to do, um, what, regardless of the circumstance that's going on in my life, regardless of any of that, I'm in charge of me. Nobody else gets, ha- nobody else has the power or the right to stop me from being who God made me to be. And God made me, made me to be positive and joyful and happy. He made me to be goal-oriented and somebody that loves to help people and to have an impact. That's, that's what I live for. 
And the enemy wanted nothing else, nothing more than just to tear me down and to, to have me believe that that was not my purpose. And here I am. I know it is. And I was telling Bobby the other day, we were discussing some of the things that have happened in this amazing year of 2018. And uh, we were talking about kind of standing up, right? Standing up for something, anything, whatever it is. And I was saying that, you know, when you, uh, when I, when I stand up for something, it doesn't make me feel weak to go up against an idea, a person, you know, I feel empowered. It gives me more strength knowing that I am on the path I'm supposed to be on. Now, that, that does, has nothing to do with the result of what happens uh, you know, because of this. But knowing that I am continuing to stand for what in my heart is right, that gives me strength and empowers me. I am in charge of my energy, and I work hard every day to maintain that energy through what I eat, through, um, you know, who, like I said, who I surround myself with, what I read, what I listen to. And um, I, that makes that empowers me as well. I am capable of doing these things because of my absolute and utter faith in God and my trust in his plan for me. And knowing that his plan is different than my plan for sure. That my plans, even though I may think they're great, <laughs> that they may not be what his plan for me is. I'll be honest, my plans include comfort. <laughs> my plans include uh, less obstacles. <laughs> my plans include joy. <laughs> Those are not always his plans for our life because he knows me, number one, he knows you, and he knows what it's going to take to help me to reach the levels of growth that he has planned for me. And so that takes me into the next thing. Um, I did I did two things that I'm super excited about this year. And I know I've shared it on another podcast, but I wrote my first book. It's done. I completed it. And um, I'm in the process of uh, getting it published. Super, super excited about it. And guess what? I started my second book. <laughs> Um, my first book is Personal Spiritual Development. I share many of the things uh, that I have gone through in the course of my life and the incredible lessons that I have learned that I hope will just add value and help other people as they walk this crazy journey of life. And I said this in another podcast, but I share things in the book that I have never shared on a podcast. And this is my number 100th episode. Isn't that crazy? And so my second book, the book that I just began a couple of days ago, is my network marketing book. And I have to say, it is, I am getting so fired up as I write the chapters of this book. Um, I am really excited about the content in it. Bobby is going to be kind of a co-writer with me, and he's going to share uh, some lessons, some of his thoughts in the book as well, which is just going to make it that much better. I'm so stoked. And so that's also why um, this is my last podcast of the year, because what I've learned about myself is I cannot write and podcast in the same time period. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like switching a, to a complete different track in my brain. So I am going to dedicate the remainder of this month, the remainder of this year to finishing that book. My goal is to have the second book completely written by the end of December. And I'm really excited about it. I just, I've known for a number of years that I wanted to write a network marketing book. And uh, once I finished, once I completed the first book, it was like, 
the author in me was awoken <laughs> and now she can't go to sleep. So I'm really excited about, about finishing that one. I have really, really had an amazing year. God has blessed our family in so many ways. I feel closer to all three of my children right now than I ever have. My, my beautiful, ambitious, smart daughter, um, who is 28 years old, lives in Florida. I just, I'm so proud of her and the woman that she is. It's still weird for me to think that I have a 28 year old. <laughs> She's a woman. And, um, my relationship with her is just, I, I, I cherish it. My amazing son who lives, he's 26 years old. He lives here, um, in the same area that we live in Southern California. I am so incredibly proud of the man that he is and just who he is in the world. And I, I couldn't ask for more, um, in a son, my baby, my baby who just recently turned 16 years old, she's driving a car now. And I may have mentioned it before, but this is the first time in my 45 years on the planet, the first time in 23 years that I am not driving a child to and from school every day. It's a completely new phase of life for me. Kind of weird, but really exciting. And I just, I feel closer to my husband than I ever have. I, God blessed me so much when he brought that man into my life. And, you know, we have been through so many things. Oh my gosh. That's probably going to be another book that I write about uh, marriage, blending families, how to keep it all together, working together. And I just have the most remarkable group of people that I am surrounded with. You know, as God has uh, been very selective in removing certain people from my life, he has, um, he has refilled that bucket with amazing, loving people. There were already people in that bucket that I think I wasn't seeing because of the shadow that was cast on everybody from the unwell relationships that I was in. That's the bottom line. I was in some unwell relationships. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to move to the next place in my life now. And so if you have had any of those experiences where people have harmed you or betrayed you, first of all, I just want to say I'm sorry because I know how bad it can hurt. But I want to tell you that there is healing from it. And you either were protected from somebody or God's trying to teach you something about yourself or others or both, maybe both. For me, it has been a little bit of both. And I know this, it is much easier. Sadly, it's much easier to believe the negative things about ourselves than the positive things. But I want to, I just want to implant this into your DNA. If you are continually hearing negative in your mind, repeating over and over about all the things that you're not, all the things that you've done wrong, all the things that you could have done better, all the mistakes that you make, that is not from God. That is the enemy doing everything in his power to take you down, to stop you from the impact that you were born to have on this earth. You were born to do amazing things and to impact lives, whether that's two lives or two million lives. That's a fact. And so the job of the enemy of your soul is to keep you from doing it. It's to keep you from doing it. 
And he will throw things in our path, some big, some small, to just take you off the path, sometimes just slightly, just, just slightly off the path, and sometimes in a big way. So my, as I finish this last podcast of 2018 here with you, my 100th podcast that I've ever recorded, I want to encourage you, forgive. Even if the people that have harmed you have not asked for forgiveness, forgive them anyway. Forgive them anyway. Forgive yourself for mistakes that you've made. Let go of the things that you have held onto uh, like a life raft that have uh, not gone right in your life. And end this year with a pure and clean heart. Start 2019 from a place of pure love and abundance and openness and being ready for all of the things that God is going to bring into your life for the positive. Now, we go in with eyes wide open, knowing that the attacks will come, but that we have been equipped, that we have the armor to be able to stand up against the attacks and to continue to stand when we have been wounded, right? I speak from experience. I am still standing. And if by chance, some of those people that, and they know who they are, have caused me harm intentionally, some for sure, and unintentionally some, and you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know that I end 2018 with no malice in my heart, with no unforgiveness in my heart. I have forgiven you. Um, I pray for you. I wish the best for you. And I am so excited for God's uh, presence in my life, uh, for the lessons that he's taught me, some of them through you. (laughs) And I hope he's done the same for you. And I am more excited about 2019 than I have ever been about any year in my entire life. I know that these, these, uh, these really tough seasons that we go through, when you get to the other side of them, no matter how long or short they are, there is a season of joy. And the word that God has given me for 2019 is wonder. And I know that 2019 is going to be filled with wondrous things that God has planned that he's going to do, things that I can't even imagine. Um, And I'm super excited. By the time you listen to this podcast and, and for the next one, for the first one of 2019, a lot of things will have happened for me in my life. There'll be a completely new intro to the podcast. That's something I, I, I like doing. I like changing what the intro is for each new year. Um, and I will have finished two books and we will be at the front end of a book with all blank pages that we get to write. I'm not going to hand the pen to anybody else. I'm going to hold that pen in my own hand and I hope you do the same. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you are a regular listener, I want to thank you for sharing these podcasts. It is the ultimate honor for you to share on social media um, with somebody. If one of my messages, uh, one of the messages has impacted your life, uh, that, that I find to be the ultimate compliment in really just keeping uh, the growth and the positivity and the love of God just continuing to move forward.
I want to thank you so much for your support to my amazing friends, my amazing family, the amazing podcast community. I love the podcasting community. And um, I'm really, really excited to hear from you. If you're listening to this podcast, I would love to hear your feedback on some of the lessons you have learned in 2018. And if you happen to have a special word or a verse or a theme or a phrase for 2019, I would love to hear it. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you're watching this first video podcast, thank you so much for watching. And uh, I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait for 2019. Until next time.